This ain't no joke, this ain't no game. This that CSC game. They said pull up, so I came. You better put some respect on their name. Yeah, 55 was goody. Kill the vibe, how could he? Big card on the hoodie. Let me break it down for you fully. This ain't your average broadcast. This ain't just no podcast. The mother show spread fake news. We just call them broadcast. West, Joey, Sam, Sean, Dalton. And you know that boy Higgy. He said he don't want no small fries. Tell him they better make them biggie. Yeah, you already know what we be on. We got the crown, we hold the throne. We throw the mails and you take them home. When they ring the bells, you know that it's home. The bar set, we setting the tone. If we set it, then set it in stone. Now sit in the seat and set up your phone. You in the car, no sports zone. <laughs> set it. Welcome back to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman. Again, uh, before we get into it, we're sitting here watching the uh, Ravens Raiders game. Uh, Ravens up seven nothing now, or six nothing, whatever. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman, sitting here with my guy Sam Baisden. What up? Which, what by up? the way, we have audio proof that you incorrectly corrected yourself last week, or tried to correct me incorrectly last week. Uh, so, uh, Wes, you you heard the evidence, correct? Yes, I heard the evidence. And well, say say your name again. Baston. Okay. So now, what's what's your Twitter name? Baseboy one two four. So it wouldn't make any sense if it was Bazboy one two four. Like we knew it was right. ba- like, like Baston. He's like, no, it's Bazden. But th- he is. You know, everybody makes mistakes. So it is what it is. I mean, I've never made a mistake on how to pronounce my own name, but it is what it is. Uh, sitting across from me. Is the twenty-two star blue chipper, Dalton Pence? Dalton, what's up, man? Twenty-two stars. Uh, how, you just keep getting more stars every say, week, how, bro. How, how high are we going to go? But I'm here for what's good, everybody. All right, you just lost two stars. And my Fair man enough. to the left of me, uh, known him for about fifteen years. Fifteen years, right? Right, Wes? About fifteen. 14, 15? I feel like deja vu, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, about yeah. three, four. It years really before should. Caden was born. Uh, but he he is our resident Heisman Trophy uh, <laughs> lead. You know he's in the running for the Heisman Trophy on NCAA fourteen. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but, but next year when NCAA comes out, I'm gonna be a front runner in that game too. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, you and everybody else. Everybody, <laughs> right. everybody will. But uh, again, before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to our guy B Sim. Man, that's that's one of the fly songs in all the land. Um, I, I would venture to say, and and I love all the other people out there. We're, we're cool. I mean, y'all are cooler to me in person than y'all are on social media, but I would put that song up against any intro in the city, and it blows them all away. I, I mean, am I wrong? Nope. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, I have to. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold. Let me check with the sources and uh, confirm you're not Okay, wrong. confirmed. I am not, I'm not incorrect. Wes, what were you going to say? Wait, wait, we was talking about the song, right? Yeah, the song. Okay, just making sure. It's freaking fire. I, I have to agree because I never thought I would hear my name in a song, to be honest. Just to, just to hear it, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm I'm legit. Gosh, dang it, Wes. Oh, snap, I'm legit. Well, I'm getting suspended, so. <laughs> he's he's off the, no, I'm not going to edit, you know. It, uh, it, my bad. I'm my not bad. editing that out. It, it's always either you or Sam, and I'm trying to figure out what the common denominator is there. Because we black. <laughs> oh, my God, Wes. No, look, they already think Sam's a white supremacist. Do you want them to think you are, too? I mean, you've seen Dave Chappelle. Oh, God. <laughs> I agree. Let's stop that talk right now before we get onto a, a page we don't want to. You want to see my face? Stop it, Wes. <laughs> stop it. 
But no, we do. Hey, we, hey, we just much, crew. much love. We have fun with it. Much love to be Sim. We appreciate you creating uh, that fire. Uh, I know that you know. I had I had, didn't see the credit for me writing part of it on the, but it's okay. I don't need the credit. Shout out B Sims. But a uh, shout out to Stop It Dalton. You know what? This will be a one man show from now on. Forget it. I don't think it's just should. me. And, uh, it's not going to be a one man no, show. I promise no. you, monologues aren't easy. <laughs> they are <laughs> not easy. No, they are not. But we are. Let's get a, let's kick it off. We're coming to you live from the Fitness Market Studios. This is the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Again, I am your host Jeremy Woman. I'm here with Sam Dalton and Wes, and uh, we're here to have a good time. But we're also here to talk about some stuff. That you all want to that that needs to be talked about. I know normally we are uh, a Homer type podcast. You we know are, what? We just gonna burn everything we're, down. No, we're not gonna burn I'm everything down I'm tonight, just Clayton. Just calm down. Um, you want to see my eyes? Unbelievable. Thanks, Sean. He's not even here, but he's he, he knew what to say. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna open up a little bit because we feel like we've been holding back. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, we're going to open up just a little bit really quick before we get into the meat of things. We do want to wish a speedy recovery to New York Jets uh, offensive lineman Makai Becton. He'll, he's going to be out for a couple weeks with the – is it a ACL or an MCL a, sprain? It was, a, it was a dislocated kneecap. What? Ooh. Yeah, it was a they reported that it was a sprain of some well, CL. It started as a dislocated kneecap that popped back into place. Um, it might be a strain as well, but he's going to be out at, what, like eight weeks or something? Yeah, like it says like six to eight weeks. So well, a lot better we, than it could. I mean, it could have been an ACL. Absolutely. Well, we wish him the best. We know he listens to the show. His mama listens to the show. She's our favorite Louisville football mama until you. Oh, know. no. You see her Twitter. She said, I got time today. She got time <laughs> that she did. Kudos to moms looking out. You know what? I think we should just do it. Just have her call into the show next week. That's fine. And let her speak her mind on I think the Makai haters and maybe even a little Louisville football. Trust me, I've had a flood of former Louisville football players that want to come on and just completely punt uh, our coach into the sun. Uh, I mean, you should get the, be seg- the long snap You them? should be the segment of it. <laughs> Throw alley-oops. Stop it. I just Siva wanted to tell him to eat a diss. Oh, and, definitely, uh, what? Peyton, definitely a Peyton Siva alley-oop. To Montrez. You right. <laughs> Look, I think we need to we need to bring back Eat a Diss. That yep. was a great segment. And then pronounce this. We haven't had Higgy mispronounce hippopotamus in a long time. We need to provide the logic to the fan base that is short of it right now. That that is true because it yeah. is everything's going kind of. Cr- but here's what I want to say. Again, we're about to recap things. Uh, I will I will let y'all know like w- the format as we go. By God, things could always be worse. Did y'all see the end of Florida State, Jacksonville State? Oh, yes, I did. Did y'all oh, see no. almost oh, every oh. other team in the country struggle with the subpar team Saturday? You're right. But, no, at the end of that game, uh, a Florida State lineman was proposing yes, while they I were still celebrating. celebrating. He invited me to the wedding, which I thought was really cool, but I'm not going to go. Hey, that's what's up, man. Uh, I'm not going to be there. Oh, interception. Did he catch it? He did. He intercepted it, Humphrey. I thought he uh, dropped it. I don't think he did. I think he, intercepted I think he so picked it off and then set it, it down. down. He dropped oh, it, too, on. so it might have been a fumble if it didn't hit the floor. Waller, Humphrey. cut back. First of all, that's holding on. Oh, oh no. No, that's a pick. He didn't even know he got the interception. Nope, sure and, didn't. And they got it back. Because he, he, he threw it down. He caught their ball anyway. 
Regardless. Because right. he threw it down. All right. So we could, it could be worse. Hi, FSU. Uh, let, let's go forward. Let's recap EKU really quickly. And, again, I'll, I'll let y'all know. Now, I'm not trying to tell y'all when y'all can talk and when you don't. But we want to make this a, a really – we want to have enough time to talk about everything we want to talk about. And we tend to get off topic sometimes. We don't know some of y'all like. Uh, but let's get to it. We won the game 30-3. to It wasn't very impressive. But the defense was pretty stellar. Three forced turnovers, two interceptions, a punt return for a touchdown. Only allowed three points, and yes, I know punt return for a touchdown is not necessarily defense, uh, but I lumped it in there to give us a little bit more, better look there. You said three interceptions? No, I said three turnovers. Oh, okay. Two interceptions, and then we had a fumble, a forced fumble in yeah. recovery. Uh, the offense, again, took too long to get going, but it's painfully obvious Malik is our best option that's on the team right now. We have to go out and get a quarterback right now to help out. Uh, Amari... Huggins Bruce with the with the play of the, the program. Uh had he not dropped the ball at the one and a half yard line, um it would would have been the longest play in school history. Uh sorry, longest what was it? One reception and a- for a touchdown in school history and he dropped it two yards short. Uh, uh, he's gonna be a stud though. Like I don't blame him for I do blame him a little. He should have been aware, but like he was excited. That was his first touchdown. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't, but it, it had the potential to be his first touchdown. The kid had had a, from what I've been hearing from the staff, he had had a really, he's been homesick. He's had a really, it maybe even self-inflicted, he's had a rough camp, and that was a big moment for him. And he screwed up. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna make a plenty more plays that are good that will make a, I mean, we'll never forget it. But it will make it easier for us to be like, okay, all right, you're good. I mean, all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Correct. Uh, the running on <laughs> the running on second and long trend needs to end. Not many other bright spots. It was very disheartening. I do want to support the coach and the team, uh, but Western Carolina put up a ton of yards against EKU. Um, someone help me out. Bright spots. Other bright spots. Uh. Are there any other bright spots? Other than the defense? No. I mean, the lights special, in my apartment. Special teams. There's bright spots there. Where? The lights in my apartment. Special teams Jesus. was pretty solid. <laughs> First punt return since 2018. And then, uh, you know what? Marvin Dallas. Marvin uh, Dallas. That's, okay. a bright, that, that's a bright spot that's right there. Clark. That is. Well, it, he's kind of a given because you should not test. If there's anyone you don't want to test on Louisville defense, it's Keytrail Clark. But Marvin Dallas <laughs> – I think he's playing the gunner mm-hmm. on punt returns. Absolutely. So I mean on punt coverage. But he had he had the fumble recovery and he had the big hit on Oh the, my god. So it's, he he definitely has some speed and he's second second biggest punt coverage hit of all time behind Brian Gaines against Illinois back in in the the late 90s early 2000s. I want to say it was 99 actually. But Great, great hit. Yeah, Marvin Dallas for sure. And the other freshman, the defensive end, uh, Ashton Gelati. Gelati. The good thing, I thought the linebacking core was pretty solid. Secondary as well. We got to talk about the defensive line, though, at some point because uh, one sack. Talk about the whole defense. No, I think it was two, no, wasn't it? One sack. One sack. Ashton, in the second half, we only had six quarterback hurries. Um, I thought, yeah, see, you had a sack. No, it, I'm, in terms of local official stats, okay. Ashton got the one sack. Okay. And, and also, uh, not to cut you off, but no, you're fine. 
I know. That's what I tell people. When, when girls tell me that out in public, I'm like, thanks, but can you just answer my question? Uh, but no. Um, the offensive line was graded pretty highly. PFF had his great uh, – think we ranked fourth. <laughs> That's why you do oh not – I cannot I'm, take And I'm like, how in God's name – like me and Steve Rummage was talking about this earlier. I talked to him for about 90 minutes earlier. That's how I get my creative juices flowing for stuff I'm going to talk about on the show. And I was like, the, the no offensive way. line was graded fourth. I said, does that say – more about the fact that you know that Malik didn't get sacked. Is that why why it was graded high, or maybe because he ran out of pocket so much that took away from uh, offensive line? Well, I don't know the algorithm. I don't know the algorithm. Or we ran the ball more times than not. So yeah, they only maybe. have one sack. They have one quarterback hurry that was converted into one sack. So I don't remember Malik getting sacked at all. But I want to say second. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't recall it. But. Look, we got UCF coming up. They put up 63 points against Bethune-Cookman. Uh, we do got to make some changes, uh, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But that that is the EKU recap. I do want to uh, – I do pride myself in make when I make a mistake to correct that. What I meant to say last week, Wes, I told you I was giving you your kudos, which was – it was correct. I mean, it, but I need to modernize it. So I was just trying to give you your flowers, bro. Why huh? did you have to modernize it? I don't know, because I felt really old when I said kudos, and the rest of y'all are like, eh, well, y'all remember that candy bar, which, by the way, was that when both of y'all, I don't know about Dalton, Dalton's like that. four, but when both of y'all were growing up, the candy bar was out. My was, career trajectory is absolutely <laughs> exponential right now if I'm four years old. Well, thank you for giving me my flowers. I yes, yes, that. yes. Uh, before we get to the UC, uh, UCF predictions and then coach talk, which, again, I've got, there's a method to this madness. We have to honor our, our tradition of talking about Sean's car, and Sean's car is not here tonight. All right, let's go to the UCF predictions. Uh, I did I did watch the UCF Boise State game. I'm not going to take Bethune Cookman into consideration, for God's sake. Uh, what I saw against Boise State, there was a lot of short passes, the little dink and dunk passes. The quarterback can run the ball. Just imagine having – do you all remember against Wake Forest when – Evan Conley had that wide open play to win the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. this quarterback had like five or six forty yard runs in this game. He, he he doesn't look very shifty, but he seems like he can. He's a sneak. He's like a Matt Corral. Yeah, yeah. He could he could figure out when he needed to run, and he was fine. I'm more worried about him running than their running backs actually running because I do think one of the bright spots of the team, even though our defensive line's not getting much penetration, they've been doing fairly decent against the run uh their quarterback also makes mistakes when he's thrown into the secondary much like ours uh it takes them a while to get going too uh they were down 21 to 0 to boise and it was mid second quarter before they scored excuse me uh it was mid second quarter before they scored their first points of that game uh the defense does look like i talked about dink and dunk for their offense but their defense looks very the big plays that that boise had uh, were that they gave up were dink and dunk plays that turned into something sort of like a Mari H Huggins Bruce Dalton. Why are you looking? What are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> I said they were up twenty-one to nothing. You looked at me like they no, were. No, no, I'm talking about the hit that this guy. Did oh, okay, all right. Eye well, contact. Well, okay, got lit up. My bad. I took so the defense looks very susceptible to the dink and dunk. Uh, we got to cash in early on the early opportunities they give us due to their 
streak of streakability is that a word well i'm not it sure is now it is today they went on a 30 to 3 run they were down uh 21 to nothing so basically louisville's full game yeah 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 pretty yeah. much <laughs> they they well, yeah for sure uh, but i'm not as worried about this a lot i've heard a lot of people talk about oh we're gonna get ran off the field we're gonna get boat raced i'm not as worried as everybody else i i don't um if we play to the level that I think we can, then I think we win by a touchdown. But unless something changes, I'm going to predict 36 to 28 UCF. Sam, what about you? Uh, Louisville loss. That, okay. Dalton? 42 to 24 UCF. Wes? 45. 45-14 UCF. Good God. Oh, wow. So, let me ask you, and I'll start with you, Wes. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> because all I've heard, 63 to nothing, Bethune-Cookman, fast-paced tempo. They didn't really run a fast-paced tempo except for maybe one quarter in their opening game against the FBS team. What makes you so com- – is, is it Malik's lack of being able to read past his first read? Or you, what yeah. is it? Okay, so um, – Because there's nothing else that's really horrible. There's a lot I'm of not, stuff that's not good. I'm not saying it's horrible. Oh, Jesus. But there's, like, literally the only bad thing, negative thing about our team is our quarterback play. It's Well, that's what's probably going to kill been able us to the run, most. We haven't been able to run the ball that well either, though. We can't. Well, well, I'm not going to say. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Go ahead. It's mostly that, and I'm going to have to pay, I'm gonna have to use Sam's little uh, – it's the play calling. Um, play calling in that – like, we, <laughs> even though it's Eastern Kentucky, I'm sorry. I feel like 30 to 30, what, to three? That was the mm-hmm. score? Yeah. Should have been, thir- been 37 to three. Even then, Okay, though, even like, then, who all feels like we should have blown them out by more than that? Wes, let's talk about it. Uh, outside, let's talk about it. Beat them by of, four, tu- four here's, touchdowns. Well, here's the thing, though. It, it's the, the second half, the thing about it is, is our first substantial drive on offense was the very last drive of the first half. It was 11-place, 72-yard score, capped off by a three-yard run by Malik Cunningham. Before that, was the that the busted – play no no the only reason no that was the uh that was the first drive that I, I about to mention. the only reason we scored earlier than that was because marvin dallas recovered a fumble on the eku 25 yard line to where it was a short field and malik cunningham made made it work with his legs outside of that i mean it, at some point you know you you can do as good as you want in the second half but if you're already out of the game which we were in the first game there's a chance it could be like that in the second game if we can't wake up something's got to give that's how I feel about the, exactly. That's how I feel about the UCF game. You can do as good as you want in the second half. We outscored Mississippi in in the first game in the second half, but did it matter? We were down twenty six to zero. If we don't, the way I feel about it is, I feel like even like you said, even though they he he shifty, he knows his little things around it. I think in the first quarter, the first quarter always has been our killer because we don't wake up, we don't show up, and it's then even more so now, like, like right. Why? Why do you have six or probably it was probably like seven to eight drives and like all of them, but one did not span over thirty-four yards on Saturday night against a team. It's different if EKU had a good defense. That's a different story. They give up five hundred and one yards of offense to Western Carolina, who turned around and got beat seventy-six to zero to Oklahoma. So just a little mm-hmm. context there. I'm not you know trying to compare Louisville to Oklahoma, but you you mm-hmm. get kind of where everything's at. So. I feel like there's a lot of people in our fan base that believe that we're a bigger program than we actually are. I'm no, not saying we're not. I do. No, 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 no. I'm saying I feel – I'm not – nothing against anything y'all have just said. 
I've seen people today that that uh, we should only lose one game a year. Period. No, no we are no. not Clemson. We are not Alabama. We are not in now, the, now not yet. We now, can't be. Now don't get it. Now don't get it wrong. Of course, we want to get to that level where it's like, oh. Who, who's this team? They, they rank what? Oh, we blowing them out. I'm sorry. But let's EK, be real. It's EKU that just gave up 501 <laughs> right. yards of offense that literally playing last year with essentially the same team, lost at West Virginia by 59, lost at Marshall by 53, and they come into Louisville. And Louisville could have beaten this team by 50 points had they not started to score on the last drive of the first half. Put it that way. That's all Malik missed a lot of open reads. Yes, he did. A lot of open reads. So that that does concern me. I do think it's something. Um, and again, I'll talk talk he's, about that here in a second. I, I think it's I, something that he can fix, but I'm not sure he's going to do it in enough time. He's he's been he's been with the program. What this is this is his fifth year now because he redshirted the first year and he uh, sat behind Juwan and Lamar the first year. I think as a redshirt. This is his third year in this system Whew. and. Let's be honest. He's regressed from that 2019 form. I think we kind of overhyped that 2019 form. He was. I don't like the term game manager, but I also feel like you know you have a guy like JV and Hawkins in that running committee, and then you have Tutu and Dez. People forget and, we and just Becton. lost three Becton and uh, yeah. big time players to the NFL. Exactly. So we bring up this 2019 form. We we have to stop romanticizing it because, albeit he was great in the pocket, but there were some definite holes to his game in 2019 mm -hmm. that are just seemingly getting wider as we further progress. Remember so. how, how we had a talk a couple weeks ago how I was like, I'm hoping that he's grown as a quarterback? Uh-oh. I do. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. So, oh. But it it's looking at his play, it's like where it's like you hope he grown, but it doesn't seem like he even like you said he what'd you say th this summer or last summer he wasn't fully into it he pe mentally I, fully locked in i was trying not to to chime in on a, on the offensive end i was trying to wait for defense i mean you can chime but, anytime you want to but, homie we we all cool here but <laughs> it, it's as simple as this okay go ahead that first year malik had all the tools he needed right right all all the parts, the pieces. Sorry, not the tools, the pieces. Definitely. And then you bring in a new, uh, a new coaching staff, new ideas, new schemes, or whatever. No one in the ACC really seen seen it before, so they were all adjusting on the fly. Okay. Okay. So, so he had the advantage there. He did. So the second year, you're scouted now. So th those little holes that we saw in his in his. Oh, everybody! Everybody get gets exploited. They, exactly. And now, what are you gonna do? Now that the defense knows what you can't do, and they're gonna make you do what you can't do. And they're playing him just like how they did in 2020. Just like this, his responsibility is more this year. He doesn't get the luxury of having those guys that he played with in 2019. I mean, he's got very talented guys around him right now. Don't get me wrong, but um, in terms of overall you know he has a bigger chunk of responsibility for this offense than he had as he back should. in 2019 as he should there's no reason why in year three of the of his respective stance in the program that we have to be having these conversations of why can't he make the reads in this offense that's just my and then it comes back to him i'm sorry come back to him how focused were you really did you think this was going to be easy? Did well, you I mean, think it was going to come I, like I agree. That? Uh, I, I do want to caution a lot of the fan base to really realize that teams get better throughout the year. This is only after the first two games. I'm not saying that it's acceptable. I am saying that we can't write this season off just yet. I know that 55 has, has been adamant on that, that we have to 
you know, at least stay, you know, stay a little patient until we get a bigger sample size. And these next two games are going to be the, you know, the telltale markers of the season. I, I think by size. the time, I think by the time <laughs> we get back from this 14-day layoff we're going to have in October that we'll know whether or not, because I do want to stay patient. On one hand, uh, and we'll just roll right into We're going to talk about the coach a little bit, and we'll do that now. On one hand, I w- you want to say, look, and and here the reason why we can't be like that these days is because we've talked about this before. Microwave society, where this generation wants results now and they can't wait. I truly, when, when the when the guy was hired, I said I'm willing off top to give him four seasons and to see what he can do because you got to think he hadn't had all. This is not he still got Bobby's play, some of Bobby's players on his on on his roster now. Uh, he went through the COVID debacle. And I know everybody's like, well, it didn't affect everybody the same way. And I'm like, well, yeah, but if you'll remember the first three games of the season, we one of the games we were missing like half of our defense. And it was one of the games we lost at the beginning of the season. And, again, e- each COVID case should be treated end of, That's why I say, you know, wipe that whole year out last year for me. Yeah. I'm focusing on his first year and what he's done so far this year, and I have not seen the two games, nevertheless. I have not seen where Malik – I've seen the defense has played just fine for me. Defense, defense is not my worry outside, no. of, outside of the pass rush, but overall I think – I'm not even worried about the uh-oh. pass rush a lot because I'll tell you uh-oh. why. I have played 42 seasons of NCAA football. <laughs> <laughs> I've got maybe about 30 career sacks, but my rush defense is uh, I average like negative 75 yards rush defense because my guys don't try to go sack the quarterback and miss them and him run for a big play. My linebackers spread out. My defensive ends come around. My D-line picks up everybody that needs to be picked up. And I, there's, y'all are laughing and stuff, but, I mean, I so actually play played contained. high school and college football. Did anybody else? Defense that hasn't been containing. I played, hi, I played high school. Anybody else got, play D1 got, football? No. Nope. You, okay. You, you I was in the NAI. <laughs> you was in the uh, – A contained yeah. defense that that's hasn't off been the, That's off the radio well. joke. You was, in, you was in the please let me on the field uh, division. No. But all I'm saying is, is little things like that don't – yeah, I'd love to get ten okay. sacks a game. See, I was I was I, with I you. Just, I, they definitely do matter, in my I, opinion. I was with you, <laughs> with when you said when he first got hired on. I said, "All right, cool, give him three to four years to see what." And what, I don't what, count last what, year. What, what he, no, I'm and counting. That, that's okay. I know you do. I'm not. But I, because but, it happened to everyone, not just Louisville. But it, and yeah, but everybody in, didn't lose like fifteen players a game in crisis. Not to mention situations. It, not to mention that messes with everybody's mental. COVID doesn't force you to make 24 turnovers on a season, though. It doesn't, opinion. but... I mean, have I mean, you ever thrown the ball with COVID before? I mean, if, if we're going to play the absolutes like this, I mean, we can make a, we can make a case for everybody. I mean, exactly. the only reason Gonzaga loses the national title game is because of COVID. Because Maybe they did. Maybe that's the reason. Okay. But that's not for me to talk. I'm, I'm talking about in this specific situation. I'm, I'm saying we went through the pieces something. that we missed, it was a once-in-a-generation thing that happened. Hopefully, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Only, only time will tell this year. But see, only time I, just, this year. I was with you on the giving him three, four years to see what he's got because you had to 
work through Bobby Petrino's players until he gets his own. We're in year three of his pl- We're in year three of him, of Coach Satterfield. And we're now seeing, outside of grad transfers or transfers in, we're, we're just starting to see some of the freshmen that he just recruited. Okay. To see the field. but And they're but doing he, very well. And they are. But what happened to the last year? What happened to last year? Uh, okay. So has has this entire fan base went freaking nuts and yes. forgot the fact yes. that <laughs> Bobby Petrino ran off an entire recruiting class before he left? He alienated the entire team. The state of Kentucky would not send him anybody. What year was this? Uh, I'm not talking about the side when, of when Bob, No, no, no. But I think it's important, though. The, the year that, that Petrino just gave up on our on our team – Stop bringing in recruits for visits. Stop doing stuff and just completely. Set had to had to pick up a dumpster fire. And I, I understand. How many, and, how many recruits do we have? We had like five recruits when he came in, or something like that. And they weren't. They were like all skill guys. We ran off absolutely. And and JJ Weaver wanted to be here, and we ran him off. And there were a couple other guys that Ricky Barber wanted to be here. Petrino ran him off. Uh, Sean Kel Knight Goff wanted to be here. Petrino ran him off. My point is this, okay? Like the I should in in year three, I should be seeing some kind of future. But this ain't year three. We are two games. This is year three. This, this is, is the game twenty six. Game twenty six. To me, it is year three. I mean, the thing about it is, is it's you season know, three. It's no, not year three. There's no He's way. Not been coaching there's no three way to years. talk to you. It's no way. There's no way to compromise in this argument because it, it really just depends on how you view the COVID year. Because obviously, yeah, for you're real. more inclined to to just Treat forget about it because it, because it's an outlier. I think Sam's on on the sense of okay, well, you know, it, it, it happened, happened to so everyone. I think. Yeah, it, but it didn't affect everybody think, the same at, at way. The, at the end of the, at the end of the day. You can toss last year out in the sense of year one, the expectations soared through the roof because you went immediately from two wins to seven wins and then winning a bowl game. Yep. So the expectations are obviously speeding up you know, throughout the fan base, and then you have a year like last year, and fans nowadays, you know, they don't take context into ma- into you know matters at all. So then you go to this year, and you're like, okay, we're going to get back to this 2019 form. And then you just see a lot of the same play that you saw last season. I think that's where a lot of the concern and is. That's is my where concern. Are we treating what season? But is we the didn't out- play horrible last year. We lost games last year that we won the year before. I agree. Yes. If we if we had the same breaks in three or four games last year that we got the first year, we're not even talking about this, right? We I may agree. still be pissed that he tried to go to South Carolina, but we're not sitting here. To, that that's another thing that 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 goes into my evaluation of the situation. First off, he picked up a 2-10 and ten team, and he, it was Bobby's players, but he turned a 2-10 and ten team. He took that garbage season, not the players, and turned that same pile of players into a bowl-winning season. And that's team. working against him right now, in my opinion. It is. It is. It, if, the, if the seasons had been reversed, there's no problem. Exactly. And you, that, that's, why, no, okay. that's why there was a ton of leniency. Except around. for this season, because – and I didn't mean to interrupt either one no, of you all, fine. but the playbook this year is, and, and I'll talk about that here in a second. High school? The playbook this no, it's not even high school because in, on the high school PlayStation games, you had eight <laughs> you had eight plays to pick from. Uh, Tech Mobile, you had four, and this is more of like a Tech Mobile playbook. But here are my problems, really quick, and I am going to open it up to everybody else. But my my problems are this: 
He sounds so uninspired, so deflated. I don't think I've ever heard him speak at a press conference. Today was the worst one ever. I think everybody can agree with that. But I've never like heard him. And, and I'll give him this. I've, I've not listened to every Scott Satterfield press conference. But I've never heard him speak with like any passion, any want to. Like He wants to be here. Um, he's really set up whoever's named the next coach. He set them up greatly because the, the thing will be, if the next coach comes in next There's year. There's talent on this roster. If the next coach comes in next year and wins five games, it's going to be like, we won five games, but at least it's not Satterfield. Because you remember the last time this happened? Are we putting him in the same comparison as Crackthorpe? Is that what we're going to do? I'm glad you said something because that's it's, where I'm going with this. It's getting to that point. It's getting so, to that so point. So just bear with me because that's where I'm going. Oh, God. Guess what happened? Uh, three years after Bobby left the first time, we fired Cragthorpe. Guess what's about to happen three years after Bobby left the second time? We're about to fire, We're about to fire K2, K-squared. So what you're telling me is we just need to fire Bobby again just for the hell Let's of it. Let's hire him back. <laughs> and let him go again. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Here's my whole But he is – He is. Let me, let me get out all my points real okay. quick, and y'all, y'all are free to talk as long as you want to. Um He's really set up the next – nothing that the co- next coach does his first year is going to be held against him, I don't believe. Uh, my rep- Not that I like to put the cart before the horse, but if it was my choice, it, w- it would be Jeff Brom. A lot of y'all would be like, well, he's not doing anything up at Purdue. But Purdue is not a, has never been a place where you could go up and win. They've only had six, six times where they were – we looked this up earlier, since 2000. They've only, there's only been six seasons. No, it was 95. They've only had six seasons where they were ranked at any point during the season. They've had twice as many losing. They've had like 14 losing seasons and six winning seasons. That's not not a good place to go and recruit. And I feel like with Brom being here, he would recruit the state the way it deserves to be recruited. And that would be something that would just start a chain of events. And I'm not saying he'll come in here and we'll win 10 games his first year here. I'm not even saying he'll come here. I'm not, <laughs> uh, that's something we'll talk about off the air. But uh, And remind me, but I believe that he would be – I've heard the Ragone things, and Dave Ragone's a great guy, great coach. But I just watched his team play the other night, and I, there's no I, – I don't want that here. That, and, but that roster construction is pretty bad, though. Also. Yeah. You can only do so much first game. But I, can, I feel like as, as far as the Satterfield talk, I can be swayed back if we show some improvement. over. I'm taking this on a game-by-game situation because we did do a couple things better this past game than we did the first game. Now let's build on it. If we do a couple more things better against UCF and then Florida State, yeah, I mean, this then, I'm, then I'm good. The season's not over. Yeah. We're two games into a 12-game game, game slate. Remember 2015 when we lost three straight games to start the season? And we, and still we won eight we, in a row, we, right? Or not eight in a row. Or uh, eight out of the last nine, I meant. Or yeah, something like yeah. that. We, we really came on strong. I mean, people were done with that season when we came into that game against Sanford and went one and three. So, But I'll tell you all this. We're not going to fire him during the season. We owe him $5 million if we fire him during the season. If we wait till January first, that goes down to I think two and a half or three. Three. So we're going to we're going to wait, but I do not believe I do not believe he'll be the coach here next year, barring a, a miracle and we turn into the team they talked about all summer. Uh, but I will say this, and I'll go on record as saying this: we win seven games this year. He's going to be our coach next year. 
Oh yeah, it should uh, be. Uh, well, let me ask this. And then we'll wait. The, then we'll wait till the end of the next season to let him go. I really do want to support my coach, but guys, it's hard to do. I, it's point. definitely. I, hard I think. To I think I'm about. I think I'm about done. Let me ask this: in, in a football game, what's the most important thing? Scoring more points than the other team. And you know, wins and losses, right? Yes, it is. I don't care. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. In terms of 2019-20, what games we should have lost, what games we should have won, all that matters at the end of the day is the results. The results in 2019, we won eight games. 2020, we won four games. I don't care how many games we should have won because context doesn't matter when you look at the grand approach, the, You're right. the whole picture. You're right. Satterfield wins games this year. Everyone's fine. Nope, not me. You don't Except think, well, for no, Sam. Sam Sam has fired Satterfield after the first okay. half in I Atlanta. I guarantee you the pretty much, but it's a reason 70, why. I know seventy-five percent of this Louisville fan base. If Louisville go wins six to seven games, I think everyone is genuinely putting up with him and being okay with it. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the wins and losses. The only thing that frustrates me, obviously, is we have the talent. We've shown that we have the talent on both ends of the field. It's we we keep driving home this pin on, you know, play calling, play calling, play calling. It's true because it seems like we're trying to run a, a style of offense like the 2010s Alabama, which you had a running back in the offensive line you could shove down the other defense's throat. We don't have that team. You know, you, you said 75. I, I would venture to say it's much much higher. I think we win seven or eight games. That's any. That's any. And it's 90 percent. Right? But I want to say, and then I want Sam to like I've. I went on and on, and then you started talking, and it was saying, you know, it is what it is. But we, what, something else we have to remember: Twitter is such a small portion, a, loud. a small p- percentage <laughs> of the actual overall total fan base. Right. There are people that I know. I would say six out of eight people that I know in real life aren't on Twitter, and half of those people that are on Twitter. Are just like let's see what let's see how it plays out. So you're talking about a very small percentage, even though it dominates the timeline, because you've got a thousand followers and you got three or four thousand followers. And you got through, and and we all follow the same crazy people. We love y'all, but some of y'all are crazy, and uh, very reactionary. I'll so add. yeah, absolutely. And so Twitter makes things seem a lot worse than they actually are. Uh, the only reason I say this because if you notice nationally. The national media is like, oh, these guys are going to get it going. They're going to get it turning around. Very complimentary of us the entire game versus EKU. The last half versus Mississippi University, very complimentary. I've seen things today like the power rankings. We're ninth in the ACC power rankings. There are five teams below us that we should be – that are four of them are on our schedule. So if you go – so nationally, it's not as gloom gloom and doom as it is here locally, but is, if Scott Satterfield puts on another press conference like he did today, I think that's going to start to change. Sam, go ahead and head the floor there, sir. I apologize that I was a little long-winded. No, you're good. I know. The, the, <laughs> the reason why I say I'm done with it is, unlike Dalton to an extent, like the wins and losses don't mean too much to me in the beginning. In the beginning, because I need to see what you're trying to do. Let me let me see what you're trying to bring into the program. Let me see if it's working. If it's not working, okay. If it's not working, okay. We we'll, we see what you're trying to do. You just don't have your players here yet, right? Okay. So and and that's why I say I'm 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 not too much for the wins and losses in the beginning because if you show me what you're what what you're trying to do, I and it, and it's good, 
I can live with the results until you get your players in here because I can understand why you can't get the wins. But we have the players mm-hmm. to go up against a lot of people, especially in the ACC. I agree. And whatever he's doing, we don't have the players for that at all. 2010's Alabama. So so, so that's, that's one of the things. The, the second thing to me is the quarterback, okay? I, I'm 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 not gonna bash Malik any more than anyone else has bashed him. I'm I'm putting this squarely on Coach Satterfield and whoever's the quarterback. Coach oh, I'm right not now done with that anything because so. <laughs> this this is your third recruiting class. Oh, two and a half. I still don't see the quarterback of the future. So to where I could say, you know what? Let him go in there and learn something, and, and we'll we'll just roll with it as he learns. Wh- who is the next quarterback? Our- He's uh, not on the roster, whoever that next no, I don't are, is. Are you not willing to give him a pass for, uh, you know, he landed Chubba Party. I understand nope. that. Uh, you gotta, I you don't got, give you, you a Jordan pass. Travis left. Before he Juwan Pass chance. left. McCaffrey came and decided he wasn't here. For, he, he wasn't about that life. He was pretty much told he was going to be the starting quarterback. It was like, if you don't announce it now, I'm leaving. And then he went to Rice and chucked 86 yards give, in his first game. I give you, a, I give you, <laughs> I give you credit for sporting talent and, and getting them to come to Louisville to, to you visit. You get them here. But, but I don't give you a pass because you were supposed to get them across the finish line, not to the finish line. It, it makes no sense. I mean, but, but I, I was, so my thing is, my second thing is the quarterback situation, like, I agree with you. That's like, why I said earlier, we got to go out and get us a quarterback. And I don't see – I mean, we're recruiting right now, but uh, we, we need a quarterback of the future to be to where the fans base can be like, okay, well, once Malik goes, we, we have someone we know, like 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 the Hunter Cantwells and Brian Brahms, and, well, it was supposed to be Puma Pass and stuff like that, and, and even Kyle Bolin to an extent. We don't have any of that right no, now. And, th- and that's on the coach. Yeah, I mean – and. The, and the third thing, defense. I don't care what y'all – what he said today about about uh, the defense, I, I done it through my phone because he said we couldn't get the pressure on the quarterback because he let the ball go in two seconds. You could put Higgy as your quarterback. No, listen to what I'm saying. Um, here you, we go. You put no. Higgy as your quarterback. No, no, no. And happy you, birthday, Higgy, by the way. Happy birthday, bro. You put Higgy at your quarterback. Man, we your you, true fan. You won't show up. And you you give him a easy pre-snap read that my slot receiver is open because the safety, the next person close to him, is 10 yards off the field. Of course I'm not going to give you three seconds. That's automatic. That's a one-and-a-half-second read right there. I already know where I'm going with the ball before I even snap it. So why don't we press up a little bit? Or even close the gap. I don't know. Saying playing bump, it's been the like that time. since they since they've gotten here. If you right. Notice, so there's a lot so of my lot thing of is, area. of course you're not gonna get any pressure because you only rushing three, majority of the time. And then second of all, you give the quarterback an easy pre snap read, and he's going there 85 percent of the time because it's gonna be open. We see it all the time. Yeah, Mississippi yep. didn't go deep because they didn't have. They, they to. didn't have to. EKU. I mean, the thing about it is, is they even went up tempo, in – we couldn't stop it for until you know there was one drive where they went down the field and obviously we bent but didn't break. It seems like we're playing a con- a containment defense, like we're trying to prevent them from going down and scoring a field goal at the end of the half. Exactly, I mean, and and that's not I don't and I've listened to to Coach Brian Brown talk a whole lot, and he seems like an energetic type of person. I don't think playing three de- uh, rushing three type three down linemen. I don't think that's type that's his type of game. 
I really, really don't think. I don't, I don't either. If you're I only see. rushing three, though, then we're still – the thing about it is we're not rushing that many, but they're still getting dink and dunk yards down the field. Like, it's not it's not the fact that it's one or the other. It's that we're not doing either. Like, okay, we're dropping more guys into coverage. What is that doing? Right, because if you drop – if you only rush three, I have more time now to scan the field. And, I mean, you can only cover someone for so long before someone opens up. It, absolutely, and I think we'll we'll have we'll be able to to assess the situation a little bit more after the Central Florida game uh, Friday, ESPN seven o'clock, seven seven thirty. I think it's seven. I think y'all gonna be here. Y'all gonna be there. I'll be there. You'll be. I know you'll be there. I was I talking. I was talking to my brothers here. Uh, they're not getting uh, any more of my money till senior day. I forgot you're. You've given up. You're done. Fire him immediately. What about you, Wes? I'll be here. All right. Uh, go follow – while you're at it, go out and follow the YouTube. Uh, we know YouTube gets a lot of views, a lot of content. Cardinal Sports Zone is the YouTube handle. Uh, we're about to roll on to the second part of the show. I uh, want to thank our sponsor, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Fitness Market, Four Pegs, Derby City Lawn Landscaping, and All-American Pool and Supply Company. Really quick, we'll go to rapid fire. Got a couple of, got a couple of things I want to talk about, and uh, real quick, and then we're going to get to the second ordeal of the day. Louisville Live is this Saturday night at Churchill Downs. Uh, been hearing about some couple, a uh, couple big guests that are going to be there. You're going to want to be out there if you're comfortable being out in public. I will be here at home uh, because I'm not comfortable being out in public yet because there's still people that don't have a lick of sense, but. I love y'all. Send plenty of snaps and Instagrams. I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Uh, everything you need to know about Justin Kruger will be out here, I believe, tomorrow or Wednesday. Check that out. Our cash giveaway is up to $105. Listen to the podcast, All you, all, which you are if you're listening to this. Uh, the jackpot's at $105. Predict the score. Tiebreaker is... Passing yards for Malik. You got to hit it right on the nose. Passing yards if there's a tie. So just try to pick a score nobody else has. Uh, I will be joining Dalton's podcast at some point this week. Airing on Wednesday. Airing on Wednesday. Uh, I'm looking very forward to that. I'm not used to being the uh, the side chick. I'm used to being the main. Uh, so that'll be new for me. Uh, can't wait to to come to to be on the show. And, and, and talk with Dalton. But last, certainly not least, <sighs> Twitter was was melting today. <laughs> because, because of something that we Why talked about so? the other day, uh, they have named a UK graduate the director of fan services. No, 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 no. It's not because they did that. It's because this kid was hired and left all of his, and not pro- UK tweets. Uh, Anti U of L. What's the dude's name that always puts out all the stuff and you're just like, you're full of crap? Is it TJ? Is that is that who? Uh, what? No, the the, the Kentucky, Kentucky Matt, guy. Matt Jones? No, no, not TJ Walker? Maybe that's him. He was like, I can't believe the UK uh, director of fan services for Louisville is getting so much crap for putting pro UK stuff up on his Twitter page. Bro, you, you put that you got accepted into Louisville is your your prize hookers. Uh, that's not pro UK. That is anti U of L. I will tell you a little bit. I'm not gonna tell you everything I know, but here here's the thing. This kid 
uh, this this young man who who got hired. His only responsibility is to put ads up on the scoreboard. So he's not. I know everybody was is, is up in arms about the the whole service at the football game Saturday. That was not this kid's fault. It was not his responsibility. It was not his job. Tweets. Everybody tweets stupid stuff out when 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 they're young. But this man, when he got that job, should have went through all of his tweets, deleted every, or created a new account. He should have Swiffer scrubbed. He should have he should have super scrubbed that Twitter off. Uh, that is his error in my mind. But do you think it's the other way around? Do you think um, do you think that happens if it's the school down the road? Nope. Louisville grad. Hell no. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. So no. If, if I if I somehow got a job for director of communications at Kentucky, you wouldn't know that I'm a Louisville fan. You basically. would never know that I was a Louisville fan unless Matt Jones dug it up and told everybody. I know Wes, you're chomping at the bit. I just want to get my words out real quick though, because uh, I own all of this. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I, I I don't have as big. I don't want the kid fired. I'm not sending him threats. I just don't think he ever should have been hired in the first place. That's where that's where my stance is. Do I want him to lose his job? No, I do. I personally, I, I don't, don't want him. To, I don't want him to lose his 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 uh, means of making a living. I don't. We're not. We're not. But that I don't think he base. should have ever been. No, we're not that fan base. But I don't think he should have ever have been put in the position for this to be an issue. Uh, I heard that Louisville fans were sending him death threats. Via yeah, Twitter earlier, the wrong fan base, man. We yeah, we're not doing them. Be better, we'll Didn't we fans. talk about that the other day about They're how we were we, slowly turning in yeah. to the blue butts? I mean, blue whatever. Well, yeah. The, All right, Wes, go ahead, bro. No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead and finish. Okay. Because because you're right. We, we I'm gonna don't be like Wes Brown. I'm gonna finish because I know <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Two anyway. kids. Uh, two kids. <laughs> two kids. No, but to to your to your point. I'm sorry. He doesn't deserve to get fired. He doesn't deserve death threats because we are not those kind of people. First of all, it doesn't even. I'm going to say this from a from a decent person standpoint. Why would you send threatening tweets to somebody? Death threats, stuff like that. It ain't even that big. It's not that serious in the grand scheme of things. It's like, does that make your life any worse knowing that? It don't mind. No, no. So, but I don't, does, again, but I don't think but, he shouldn't have been put in that position. Sh- he should not have been oh, hired. You can it because of that. They, situation. They're not mutually exclusive. You can agree with both points. Right. Mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the what my issue is with the vetting process is how do you how if you're Louisville. I'm not, you know, criticizing. You know, you all criticize the hire. I'm not so much concerned about the hire as the fact that did you do a simple Twitter search of this guy. And what's more alarming that if then you it, did, then it comes back man, to the you got to delete those tweets. And what I'm so mad about is the fact that this is all avoidable. It yep. was it, it can so be. avoidable. All he had to do was delete the tweets before this comes out. And it's but there, here's, no but, one knows who this guy is at the end of the day. But no, here's no the, disrespect to him. I'm but still not really sure who he is. Is but, he a UK it, graduate or he's he a graduate? And the reason why I said it is because I understand if if he had a scholarship offer to go there. And that was his one, his choice. Then yes, and if, if U of L wasn't offering you, but they did, as free education, go by all means, go ahead. So the way you get your education is really not that big of a deal for me. But it's, it's your fandom is is what counts because if you're a fan of them, and you come to work for us, please keep that on the low. 
Yeah, it it won't yeah. work. But I don't I don't believe in the death threats though. It, but yeah, if yeah. You, no I, one deserves that. I no one had a little that. sympathy for him because like n- being the young guy that I am, like I've tweeted some mistakes and I've owned up to those, and I I get very passionate about my fan base. So if, if I were in the same in the same situation and hired by UK and they digged up all those tweets, like yeah, I'd feel bad for me too. And he caught and the fan base at a very bad time. Absolutely, too. that fan too. Base the is fan base is already. As it's arguably as hostile about, as it's ever been. I agree. He, they were already pissed about the coach, the loss, the stadium. Basket, or not loss. Well, yeah, the first loss. The stadium, the way things went down in the negotiation. Chris Mack's six-game suspension, yep. which we got a little better understanding of that before the show. Which were, But it's just like we what need people. We need people up there that are going to get along. We need more Louisville people up there for sure. Uh, but hey, there's got to be something that we can do. People. I'm gonna tell or you, neutral. Or yeah. neutral. But I'm going to tell you right now. if Would you – and Wes, I'm going to start with you in just one <laughs> a couple sentences. All right. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to start with you, Wes, because you also finished what you started. Because you got I like know, two right? kids, man. Whatever. Two kids. He also wrap it up. And I was like, oh. would I you do ra- He don't know anything about wrapping it up. Now I do. Christmas Sorry. presents. Would you rather – do you think – He's trying to find a way to word this. Yes. Uh, so the fan base wants to fire everybody. Tyree, uh, Satterfield. Oh, we on this now. Okay. So, so <laughs> would you rather have everybody go and start fret? Because Neely, to me, her side seems like it is, I want to protect the integrity. The, this university has been through a whole bunch. Now where I think she may be over, Reaching. being a little over enthusiastic about it. Would you rather like go with the, the, the majority of the fan base and get rid of everybody? Or would you rather just be patient, wait things out, and hope for things to get better? That's a tough one, to be honest, because you can jump to either side if you want to. But for me, I'll be patient. Okay. I'll, I'll be patient. You'll be I'll, patient. I, I'll wait it out and see where it goes. Now, do I believe everybody should get fired? No. I believe there's some people that should just be put on the hot seat and be like, hey, I'm going to need you to do better in this process because if you don't, it's going to be a problem. It's arguable that he's already on the hot seat. Oh, oh, he's been on the hot seat. His seat is made out of oven mitts, dog. Uh, <laughs> Sam, what about you? Oh, like, Sam's Sam's all poor fire and everybody. Um, you go, just want to clean it. Let's just clean house clean and start slice, over. Uh, uh, the, the, only, the only person that I would keep. Burn it down. Well, you don't get to keep. You don't because uh, if Tyree goes, absolutes, man. Max go. I, no, no, I'm no. telling you that right now. If if we run him off or he decides to quit on us. Chris Mack, whether we go to the t- title game or not, if we lose, t- we win ten games this year or go to the championship. If if Vince leaves, there's a great chance that Chris Mack leaves as well. So you well, can't like keep I, anybody. It's you run them all off, or the only person I would keep is Neely Vandapudi. So yes, that, so yeah, the, everybody the getting fired. So Sam's firing everybody. everybody. No, no, not everybody. One. Everybody. Everybody. She's the only one that's doing her job. She, she, she's she's tr- looking out for the, the academic integrity. I, think, I love her. I think she's doing way too much. Dalton, what about you? Um, I'm firing everybody. Nick Saban's coming in. Brad okay. Stevens I, I should have known. <laughs> no, I'm, I I'm, I'm, known I'm, I'm in the same boat as Wes. Um, I may have a different tune at the end of this football season, but for now I'm definitely not picking anything Good. so absolute Good. where you're straight cleaning all the house because I still want to see where Mac is this season with his roster that, that keeps getting talked up. So – I'm gonna go. Max with, uh, loyalty is the, don't don't get it twisted. His loyalty is the Tyre. Tyre went to bat for him. Uh, he will remember that loyalty. So how much more years does Coach Mack on his uh, contract? 
I think it was a seven year contract, wasn't it? Or was it ten? Well, there's like there's like provisions in it to where like if if like he gets yeah if if the NCAA tournament or not if we get banned or something from the NCAA cloud, then there's like a an extension or something or they can't get fired with with cause. No, the reason why I'm saying is because I'm not if, very if, in that if you sense. say if you want to get rid of Tyree that Max going with him. My thing is Max probably you're right, but it might take him a couple of years because I think the people that are not in the know no are wonder. uncertain. People that are in the know are very certain of what's no, about well, to happen. Yeah, but the thing about it is the people that are not in the know is 99% of the people. There's just so much hostility because of the years and years of heartbreak and you know, mental trauma and all that stuff. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we want to shout out. We appreciate y'all tuning in again. We went really long, and we felt like we wanted to get everything off of our chest. So, we don't apologize for it. We're not sorry. But shout out again to all of our fine sponsors: Fitness Market, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping, and All American Pool and Supply. Uh, we're always working on more sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor us, give us a call at five zero two six nine four zero three seven five. Or DM me on social media. We'll get you taken care of either way. Uh, speaking of social media, you can follow the website on all the social media si- uh, platforms. On Twitter, we are at Card. Sorry, Twitter and Instagram, we are Card Sport Zone. On Facebook, we are Cardinal Sports Zone. Three separate words. Hit that like button. Make a Facebook official. On YouTube, we are at Cardinal Sports Zone. Oh, and we weren't trying to be difficult. We just had stuff that wasn't available when we did the. You good over there? Uh, yeah, I'm good. When uh when we created the other accounts, but uh, speaking of the podcast, you can find the podcast on all the podcast avenues: Apple, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, and iHeart. We're on over 124 different. Shout out to Teddy Bridgewater uh, as well. 28 for 36 yesterday in the victory. Uh, over 124 podcast avenues you can find us at. Doesn't matter which one. Hit that subscribe button now. You will get the podcast downloaded immediately when it becomes available. Uh, we normally post it on Twitter a few hours after it's uploaded, and uh, so you'll get it. You'll you'll get it early. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't listened to all the episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, go back to the website cardinalsportszone.com. Hit that drop-down menu, uh, podcast and CSZ podcast. Uh, check out all of our exclusives there, too, on cardinalsportszone.com, the place that I'll begin. Shout-out to everybody out there who is sharing the podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, John, Trevor, Pierce, just to name a few. Shane. Alan. Uh, Alan. I mean, just we have a bunch of great supporters. And they always uh, – even Twitter controversial figure Rip Rope, our guy Rip Rope uh, – he loves the podcast. Couple, we have a lot of the player uh, football and basketball players' parents that listen to it too. We appreciate all of your all support. Uh, and so, Rip, don't say I never gave you a shout out because it just happened. But uh, we appreciate you all. If you have any ideas or suggestions for topics or just anything you want to know, uh, guest even shoot me a DM at Jeremy underscore CSE on Twitter. Sam is baseboy one two four, not Baz boy. Uh, Dalton defense underscore deep in what D pence underscore okay D pence underscore and the finisher Wes Wes B underscore four two hey he got it right this time I didn't fall asleep uh, this time you didn't it. fall asleep this time that's Joey's thing you're not allowed uh, any last words Sam go cards 
I hate him so much. Dalton? That'll do. Okay, we're over two. And Wes, any last words? Make sure you tell somebody you love them. I like those. Don't forget, Steve and Justin will be back to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Cardinal Sports Zone in December. We're pretty excited to have them join us for that. Uh, great dudes. Uh, we talked earlier before the show about so many people have been through Cardinal Sports Zone and went on to do great things. Justin and Steve, Daryl, uh, LJ, just to name a few. They've all been really, really good after they've left here. Uh, they were good when they were here. And there's some more I'm forgetting, but you'll have to excuse me. Pretty excited about that. But thanks again for all the support. We love you all. Until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Selah Brown and Jalen White. And this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Don't forget to spay and your cats and dogs. That's Joey's thing. That's Shout out, Joey. Relax. Relax. Oh, wait a minute. That's your thing. No, we ain't nothing to relax about right now. <laughs> okay. We're trying to wrap it up like Wes, so calm down. Peace. I've been wrapping it up. Leave me alone. The dog kid gets on my nerves. Facts. Oh, shoot. forgot the mute button.